Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of... Oh my god, let's have a drink. The podcast where we sit back, relax, and have a delicious beverage. Welcome back, friends and family. Wow. Oh my god. We are back. We are back. Season 11. We went on like a legit hiatus. It was... This one felt longer. This break that we just had. I think because like we, we didn't really like... It was one of those things where we took a break and like we actually took a break we weren't really on the social media as much At all. we didn't really like talk about a lot of stuff we actually just took this as like a break mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which i think made it feel longer but was kind of nice in a way i think the other thing too is our personal lives were a little bit busy like yes. there was a couple things there was we a lot were doing. of stuff that happened during that time yes. nothing insane or, or or like will i add but it ultimately yeah it was it was a good time to just you know, yeah. debrief, yeah. relax, do our own thing, not yeah. have to worry about it. And, yeah. and we have, have talked about, you know, how much we want to put more effort into the podcast, but those in the, in the social media, but those weeks are just for us and we need to like, we need to break, oh, but yeah. you know, we're back at full force. Um, we've been posting on social media this week, yes. some behind the scenes, some extra little stuff, our normal regular posts as yes. well. Yeah. We're back this week with more of your favorite content. We've got a nice new beer to review and it's an interesting one this week. I'm so excited. We each have a different beer. We have a different beer, and we'll explain sort of that before uh, yeah. we get jump into the intro. But first, we are back, guys, and I hope you guys are excited for this week's episode. <laughs> it's so nice to be back. We are just going to be sort of loosey-goosey. We're going to update you guys on what we've been up to. Yeah. Chat about some of these uh, fun plans for the season of, of Let's Have a Drink. And enjoy looking out at the lovely weather outside because, guys, we are recording it is 7.02, and it is still sunny out. I hope you guys are excited for some good the weather The light vibe. is still here. It's going to be some good weather chats, guys. And then also apologies for uh, our windows are open. It's going to get warm. So there's probably going to be a little bit more ambient noise in the background. Yeah, just a small bit, but I'm sure you guys are okay with that. Yeah, you guys absolutely. have been here for I think we're loud enough two in general to be able to <laughs> yeah, that, that's overpower everything. That's true, too. Uh, quick reminder, we have uh, Let's Have a Drink 100th episode limited edition merch available on sale right now give us a shout on our instagram or our facebook we'll hook you guys up size color um i think we have four different colors available so just you know reach out if you guys are interested there's they're going to be on sale for the next couple weeks um and then they're gone they're gone forever no that design's not coming we're not doing it again we're not not doing doing special orders we might do more we might do more limited stuff in the future but that is but that specific design is that's the only time one of a kind Um, and we also have pine glasses available as well um And yeah. so the pine we glasses are... I just want to are, remind everybody because we're going to probably do like a bulk order of a bunch of them and get yes. them sent off. Pine glasses are 10 bucks a piece. Uh, t-shirts are 25 I think it's 25 Um So yeah, reach out and, uh, and you know, we'll do a bulk order and we'll, you know, deliver them to you whenever we can and then you guys can pay for them whenever. And that's all fun and dandy. All right, folks. Into our favorite segment, what's our beer of the week? What's our beer of the week? Well, Curtis... To preface for everybody, um, my dad got as part of like my, you know, um, our with, I mean, with COVID and everything, we kind of celebrated a couple things together, but as part as what I was gifted for, for my birthday was a subscription, three months worth of deliveries. It's like once a month, I should say. It's not like a whole bunch of different, it's three deliveries. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's to um, Canada Craft Club, which is a curated box of craft beers from all across Canada. 
So it's not just Ontario, it's other provinces. So we got our box a little while ago. We've tried a few of that or a couple of them and thoroughly enjoyed their stuff from PEI, their stuff from BC, their stuff from Alberta. It's like super, super cool. So we are each trying, we basically, so it was like six individual kinds. Yeah, I think we like thought it was, was going to be we two. We thought it was going to be like two of each like brew that mm-hmm. they sent us that way we could like each review the same beer right ended up being six different that's fine though it if, if anything i kind of almost in a way do prefer that because it kind of expands um the flavors a little bit because we could always take a sip of each other's you know exactly when we're exactly. having it so yeah we kind of divided it up into like what each of us were most excited to try so curtis you picked out if you want to tell everybody about your beer i'll tell them about mine for sure yeah i got a yukon gold english style pale ale obviously from the Yukon, which is amazing. Um, So there's a little blurb I guess I'll read. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that can make your blood run cold. The Northern Lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they they ever did see was the night of the marge of Lake LaBarge. I cremated Sam McGee. So I'm terrible at reading. Yeah. Um, anyways, this beer looks amazing. It's a Yukon beer. Um, I'm excited to try it. English style pale ale. I'm a pale ale I'm fan. Sure it's like a poem we learned in, in social Yeah, studies. it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And then my favorite part, I think we read it when I grabbed it, but at the bottom, it says beer worth freezing for. Yeah. F-R-E-E-Z-I-N. And that's what I use for like my gamer tags and my handles on Instagram. And yeah, media yeah, stuff. yeah. So yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was super cool. Um, so, oh, got? oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, you like you really yeah, what do you got? To, okay, so what I have is so it's the Imperial IPA um, third place is what it's called from Upstreet uh, Craft Brewing in PEI Charlottetown to be more specific. Um, super super fun can design. You guys will see on the post. Mm. I think I might post some more details about each of the cans on our stories this week you as should, well. For sure. Um, just because it is so like you know it's these aren't available. Like you, I I've never seen anything from anywhere no, else you, but Ontario. You, we, they'll we, see out. We will never review stuff like this again. Where it's well, maybe maybe and because we're gonna get boxes, but yeah. this is some limited edition stuff. Yeah, the exactly. Pod too, so um, so basically on the back, uh, there's like a bunch of really cool stuff. So, um, it has like a beer profile. So it says hoppiness, bright with a bite. Um, the flavor snap crackle with hop. The Ooh. color is golden hour, so it's probably got a nice, like, really golden color to Orangey, it. yeah. Um, and then it, so that's the whole profile, and then it says experience, and then it, like... Gives you an experience descriptor? It gives you, like, an experience descriptor, so things that, like, it pairs well with. Oh, I so, love when beers do that. food, pulled pork, or nachos, which Always. gets me really excited for this. Um, the scene in which you'd want to drink this is recommended to be the tap room. That's funny. And tunes they call the Upstreet mixtape, which I think just uh, is probably like a reference to whatever they have playing at their right. uh, at their brewery. Right. So super cool. I can't get over how cool this is to be exposed to like other places that aren't in province. For sure. So with the Canada Craft Club, they have like an all Canadian box, which yep. is what my dad gifted us with. Um, but then they also have like a general box that also has stuff from the States as well. Well, but- all over the world. 
Was it's it all it's over either the world? Canadian beers or anywhere. I thought it was mostly okay. So maybe just what was available this like yeah. round because they give you the entire like catalog in your yeah. box. Yeah, well, basically I think every it was month. Just mostly yeah. from the states this time around, but. Yeah, but so it's like every month you get like a new curated yeah. box. So I'm super excited. This is this is gonna be it's a lot gonna, of fun. It's gonna be sweet because you okay. know the way that these beers are brewed is gonna be totally different. And you know what we get here in Southern Ontario is not the same. We have some really yeah. talented breweries, but yeah. this stuff is gonna be different. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. so excited. I'm so let's excited. crack. Let's okay. get a nice oh. little ASMR. Oh okay. boy, oh boy. Okay. Um, and yeah, right. so we'll we'll probably do that. That's a good idea. We'll we'll take some single photos of these of these cans. Yeah. Um, and just you know more of a description of what they are. Yeah, and a we'll, little bit more. We'll post context. them on Thursday. We'll post them when we when this episode goes live. So if you're seeing this episode, we'll either have a a, a story or something on our on our yeah. social media. You guys, I just did one of the most gorgeous pours I've done in a while. Oh yeah. Look at that. Is Ryan Lear. Oh Perfect my. Perfect of head. I'll Not tell you that. I'll tell you right now, your pour was better than mine for the first time ever. Not ever. I've had some pretty good pours before. Actually, that's not bad for me. That's not bad at all. I have a, I have a pale ale, so This it's is not... great. This is a gorgeous color. Yours is very golden. Yep. Mine's more of an ambery golden. Yeah, mine's very golden. It's uh, it's a, got a bit of a haziness to it. Oh, this... Mine smells very this rich. This smells very good. I know there's a pause on both our parts because I saw him sniffing and I was like, oh, I should smell mine. So you go ahead, take a sip of yours um while i chat and just enjoy the color um guys we're back enjoying these in our let's have a drink glasses um back to uh back to the basics what do we got an interesting look I need, is what I need ryan an- gave I need me another sip all righty um so yeah you're just from pei i have no idea what they got out there honestly they're probably some they probably have a lot of different breweries out there more than we could probably ever imagine and for that such a small island how, how's it's, the favor it's it's oh it's very good it's an IPA, right? It's an IPA, so it definitely has like the bones of an IPA. Right. It's very smooth. Okay. Like it's hoppy, but it's smooth. Does it remind you any of anything from around here? Oh my god, that's a good question. I think that's what I was trying to figure out. Right. Um, it definitely reminds me of something that like we'd get at like counterpart. Hmm. A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Definitely nice. reminds me of like um it's basically like if I think if anything, I would say like it's almost got the bones of like primal, but it's a lot smoother and a little oh, wow. bit sweeter than that. Is it like very hoppy? I didn't, well, see. I like I can't. I drink mostly hoppy beers, so like but, I don't. But is it so? Is it like but counterpart hops is what you referred to as? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're pretty hoppy beers. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it definitely has like if you're not into hops, don't drink this. But it's it's got a very strong profile, but it has like the sweet aftertaste. Which almost makes it not hit you right. with the hoppiness as hard. I don't know. Like it, it, like you taste it at first, and then whatever lingers, it like it lingers smoothly. Nice. Yeah, I don't I like, know. I, I like, thoroughly enjoy is it, it. So it's good. Okay, that's all that matters. Oh my god, yeah. No, I would one hundred percent like find. I'd like we gotta try and find a way to like get our hands on more of this stuff because it's so good. I'm sure. Or that you know be what? Hard. Maybe it's just an excuse to go to VEI. Oh my goodness. That's an excuse and a half just for one one beer. Yeah. No, the uh, whole brewery. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Anyways, yeah, well, tell me about yours. Um, oh, my God. Okay, this this is actually awesome. This beer reminds me of like these of a really nice pale ale from like Mill Street. Something very simple. Oh, something, good. Something that's been done countless times in a recipe that's perfected. Yeah. Like it is really yeah. good. It's sort of got a dry undertone, yeah. but it's got a very rich like pale ale um, 
palette that just likes to, it's very light to start. I was going to say with more of that amber tone, it, it, it almost looks like it needs to, it's going to have a bit more richness to it's it. It's rich right at the end though. Cause when you first sip it, you're like, I can, you can tell it's like a, a lighter beer, yeah. almost like a lager would be. Uh, but then once you like get the, the full whiff of it, it's, it's a very much a good, strong pale ale. Um, it just continues to make me like just know why I love pale ale so much be- because of beers like this. Yeah, it's just exactly. so exactly. well crafted. Awesome. So, I love shout that. Shout outs to, okay, so mine's from you, excuse me, Yukon wow. Brewing. They're probably the only one up there. Um, <laughs> so they just took, they just took the name of their, uh, their province. So that's awesome. Territory. Yukon Territory Brewing. No, just Yukon, Yukon <laughs> Brewing. Um, oh yeah. Sorry. Territory. Um, and then yours is from Upstreet. Yeah, so it's Upstreet um, Craft Brewing in Charlottetown, PEI. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, yeah. so we're getting, we have, like Ryan mentioned, we have this sort of Canadian Craft Club box comes every month. So you'll likely see or hear, I should say. Oh, um, we'll be talking more, lots about it. Of on... more craft stuff probably, you know, every four episodes, every five episodes or so when yeah. we get a new box in. Yeah. And we'll do that for probably, I think we'll get both boxes this season which is really cool i i think we'll or I all think, three boxes i should say yeah but. i think all three boxes are gonna land over the course of the season um just depending on any sort of delivery delays yeah so that's okay. fun yeah. fun stuff to look forward to um yeah. and just more the reason why everybody should reach out and try new beers there's so much just stuff to go out and, and enjoy out there um and we are excited for new craft beers that are coming around places around us this summer oh absolutely holy smokes there's some good stuff coming right now. There is, there is, there is. We've been seeing a lot of them. So even on our personal pages, but especially on the podcast page, we follow a lot of breweries, especially like some of our favorite ones. And the things that we have seen them start to post have been out of hand to the level of excitement that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those situations where like it's, you know, it's something that we enjoy a lot together. So to be able to have all of this really great, exciting new stuff to be able to go and do that activity that we enjoy together like it's just it's awesome and it just gets me more excited for the time of year that's coming up the the warmer weather we'll be able to get we'll be able to get to do more stuff outside we're gonna feel like we have more time in our day because if there's one thing that gets me about the winter time is like how early it gets dark i'm definitely gonna sneeze in a second okay um how early it gets dark it just feels like your whole day is gone i know the winter just gets pretty crazy for, for times like that, but we are so excited for this uh, weather. The weather feels like it's right right around the corner to be warm again, um, yeah. but there is nothing like a good, uh, you know, surprise new beer at your favorite brewery or, or bar oh, absolutely. in the middle There's of summer. There's nothing better than going Best, and- A Friday night, you're like, I'm getting ready for drinks, and you go to your favorite bar, and then they're like, they're like, hey, we have new beers for you to try. It's like... What the heck? Yeah, exactly. Like, Amazing holy, feeling. new thing on the menu, hit me up with yeah, that. Get me a glass. We are full on in that mode, guys, and we hope you guys are too. If you guys are in anywhere in you know Southern Ontario or wherever you guys are, yeah. um, shoot us a DM of some of your favorite, more anticipated drinks and, and beers to look or forward to this summer. Or even if you're not in Southern Ontario, tell us some of your favorite places. Just favorite places. Because we would love to start to add more to the board. I think, if anything, now, especially with... I don't, like again, things aren't getting back to normal per se because we're really not going to be, you know, where we were at beforehand. Yeah. But life is really starting to grind on past everything, you know, travels, whatever, blah blah blah. So basically, like what I'm saying with this is, is if you live not where we are and you listen to the podcast and you want to share with us some of your favorite places with the area that you're in, 
we would love to hear it because I would hope that one day, like, we'd be able to get a decent enough list to be able to say, hey, let's go to this place for, like, let's a fun trip. Let's go to this trip. town where there's, like, and we have three. And then we can three. just brewery yeah. hop I'm for, a, like, a couple of days. I'm a list guy. I will literally add it to my list and it'll be there forever. We'll, so, have, we'll have an itinerary. And we'll I'm have an itinerary. Um, and we are so excited. Um, we, you know, we have our Alhad faves on our page. Um, and we, we want you guys, we want to know what yeah. you guys, your faves are. Yeah, so, absolutely. um, feel free to DM us and let us know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, guys, again, we're just going to chat about some of the things we've been up to. Absolutely. Update everybody. Talk about some stuff we're looking forward to. I know you had some, maybe some specific topics or questions prepared. Yeah. Just stuff that we've been doing lately. Just the two For of us. Sure. Like, you know what we've, sure. we've been up to personally. Absolutely. Um, and, and you know, just kind of pick your brain and, and yeah. stuff. Um, but before that. We have one thing to do. Oh my God. How could I have possibly forgotten? You didn't I think forget. I just got too mesmerized by the beer that I just wasn't ready for you to bring it up now. Well, we got to click that button and get it that intro rolling. Roll it. Let's have it. And we are back, everybody. Honestly, never get tired of that intro. Never get tired of that intro. You guys must have <laughs> missed it after two weeks of, of not having that. I know. Where's the music? Well, here it is, everybody. Welcome back. Um, and again, huge shout out to Legato Rouge uh, for that wonderful intro. You know, he's he was on his, he's been on social media a little bit. I know he's been taking sort of a break, too, because he's mm-hmm. busy, busy with his personal work. But he yeah. said he was going to start doing like live streams and stuff of oh, him just like yeah. making beats. And, and he was asking his social media people page and, and and followers you know what do you want to see from me and i was like oh just do just like make beats live just like yeah make loops and and hook them yeah. up and, and you know maybe sing around them and you know do some improv stuff yeah um there's a a big a person who's or a, i guess a artist who's becoming more and more famous his name is mark Rebe, uh, rebier um okay rebelay or whatever you want yeah. i don't know how to pronounce his last name yeah he is hilarious makes amazing beats he just yeah. does a bunch of loops and sings improv over it um he's becoming super super famous and pa- uh, legato knows about him uh, so i was like just do what he does yeah like it's just it, people love it it's hilarious yeah um i think that's what he's he's gonna try to look forward to because you know i i grew up with the guy he met he met, made an impression on me way back in high school yeah. so um i i just love seeing him be successful in absolutely that, in that so shout outs to legato rouge making absolutely. that intro uh, he's he's actually such Keep a talented. Keep going for it, man. Such a talented man. But anyways, we are on episode 101. 101. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we joked that we were I gonna, did. and then I just we we were enjoying the break, and we never got around to it. But we joked that we were gonna do like a whole deep dive into Zoe 101 because it was our 100th. You could have probably done like a rabbit hole about it, like Honestly. all like all like the scandal stuff that yeah. happened before and after. You yeah. know, the whole Zoe and Chase. You know, um, well they are the, rum- the rumor stuff that happened after the show, like all of the different theories that were happening yeah exactly <laughs> exactly easily could have done oh my something. god yeah but yeah so we we made a huge joke about it we'll probably make the title of the episode a reference to zoe 101 but just because it's our hundredth and one episode maybe. but uh but yeah <laughs> We'll see. Um, so usually, I just do like season eleven premiere. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, Zoe, dude, Zoe One One is such a good show. Though. It was so good. For those of you who don't know, um, I can't really explain it. I, it it's... honestly, sometimes I think about that show. There was like some like pretty like like decent episodes of just it being on TV, but like it was one of those shows that like 
in a specific time in the 2000s for our generation and like you know and i'm talking like that's like a few a couple of years of people around our age it sometimes i think it was just like a collective fever dream we all had but like it's in the popular culture but it's just a collective fever dream that we all had because right. they're so and i this also i guess applies to a lot of the other like preteen shows because it's not a kid's show it's a preteen show yes of stuff that was on like ytv and family channel, family channel. of just stuff that like was so quirky and odd. Yeah. But like in between all of that, there was some like actually like heartwarming stuff and it's just such a weird combination. Yeah. And I know like there's probably a show still on like that now, but from what little I have seen of the newer shows, I think they lent so heavily into like the wacky end of things or playing everything for a joke. Whereas like, and then it's like, you know, after school special full house type of ah shucks here's here's what we learned today right whereas like there was a specific collection of shows that we grew up watching where it was just this they would like have serious moments and then immediately go into something that was just like random. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon was so full of that too like everything Nickelodeon Disney oh my Channel. god everything but Nick. it's it's interesting when yeah. you think about our like our time of that where you know zoe 101 was the biggest all the shows that were on before and after were so yeah. sitcommy. like they were like they had the laugh track in the background they yeah. had all this going on yeah. zoe 101 didn't have any of that and it was the, the thing about zoe 101 is we i thought about it as like the most extravagant like amazing lifestyle you could live yeah. it, was it high school or college i don't even know it was i think it was one of those types it had to of been like high school. Those kids i were think young. it was like a multi-level where like it eventually leads into like maybe like pre-college courses or something yeah something... but it's definitely like with how much younger her brother was he went to the same school as her like so it has to be from like sixth or seventh grade up to like at least seniors in high school all i could think is like it's it's a private it's a private academy it's a, it literally for is a... rich as fuck people for like basically what like pre and junior high all the way up to the, the end of high school. Top 1% of people of of parents' kids like all the like, yeah, top 1% of richest people's kids. It was insane because you definitely they, got that impression. they had Yeah, but even with their personalities and the things that they like to do as characters, you got that impression that they all came from like well-to-do families pretty well. Middle class to, to Middle upper. class to upper class, yeah. Yeah. What's a middle but class? It, but ultimately like you know that lifestyle they lived was so like it felt so bougie, but also but like it felt, every single one of us felt, wanted I, to go to that. School. I think it just felt like, um, you know, a much more, uh, I guess, like structured campus that was, you know, co- like colleges like that. You know, they lived, yeah. in, they've lived in dorms together. They had yeah. roommates. There you know, they was had, activities, they had common rooms, sport like, games, you know, yeah. uh, teams, yeah. uh, projects. Yeah. yeah. You know, clubs. Exactly. They had everything. Yeah. Like it was yeah. it's college, but early. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody wanted to go to that school. It, but it's it like was, Hogwarts. I think it was because it was in like Miami or something. Like it was, it was somewhere beautiful. It was, no, I think it was like California or something. Sure. Right? California yeah. makes total sense. Um, definitely California. Um, but ultimately, yeah. like, that's why it was so gorgeous there. It's like yeah. they have all the money to do whatever they want. Um, yeah, but boy, I still want to go there. <laughs> still, I'll go back to school to go to PCA. Yeah, PCA, and I'm still waiting on my Hogwarts letter. <laughs> True. Um, but no, I, we used to quote. like It shows like that from our time. We used to quote mm-hmm. all the time. I still quote it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, and, uh, and yeah, some good stuff. But yeah, coming there. Just, um, <laughs> just a quick little reminisce about that. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Have to shout out the Zoe 101. Speaking um, of quotable moments, I've been rewatching The Office again after randomly putting it on it's one like day. Seventh time now. I honestly, and it's getting to the point that there will be episodes that I maybe didn't like pay attention or may have skipped the last time I watched it through. 
that like did play and even the ones that I don't watch as often as other ones, there's still so many moments that I can quote it word for word. Yeah. Like in inflections. You were bad this evening when we were with dinner. Not just knowing because you know, it was like one of the really good episodes. But you know when like you can you don't just like know the words, but you know the inflection and the timing of it of it all. I was like, this is bad. <laughs> this is really bad. Your inflections are a little off, but your timings are pretty good. I like reverse of that. that. No, I'm good at inflections. My timing can sometimes be off. I go too early or too late. I don't think so. I think so. Oh, I just know that you're the the way that you say it doesn't quite match the way that they say it. Like you you uh, you emphasize different spots. Uh, Trust me. Uh, Trust me. I don't think so. You fucked up a couple times. Yeah, because the timing was wrong. No, because your reflections were wrong. Oh, whatever. Um. To each their own. <laughs> uh, but no, The Office is such a good, easy watch. Um, it is. It's and I wish, I wish we had more shows like that. But man, I'm so excited for more shows yeah. that are coming out this year. I was oh, so yeah. on my list. Um, fuck, I forgot about it because I wanted to watch before. New Stranger Things 4 trailer. Yeah. Revealed a lot of crazy stuff. I saw on a bunch of profiles today. So um, so, so maybe we'll just talk about that when it, when it actually starts up again. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but you know, I want to talk about the trailer because it looked cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess there was a new uh, like sort of enemy figure that we haven't okay. seen before. Okay, interesting. Yeah, like looked, a creature? Yeah, okay. like like the main, like the, the head of it all. It looked like. I thought that was like the shadow guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, maybe it is because I don't know if, it, if that's him. Damn, I saw okay. I saw uh, an image, um, so I wanted to watch that. But okay, okay. Are you excited for like the Stranger Things 4? You know, it's weird because... I feel like because I haven't watched any of the seasons in so long, I don't really like it's been so long that I'm kind of a little removed from it. I see. Um, I feel like if I had so I am ex- I'm obviously excited because I never fail to enjoy a season, even if it's like part of it when it comes to that show. So like I'll definitely watch it even just to like see these characters get a little older, have new things to deal with. You're right. Especially seeing, I mean, we already know that they're, you know, Hopper's not actually dead. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen a bunch of the sneak previews. We Spoiler already know, alert. No, we already know this. Holy crap. We already know this. If, There's other sneak peeks that like David, uh, Dave Harbour has put up. It, it's fine because if there was, if Let's Have a Drink was not the name of this podcast, it would be Spoiler Alert. Okay, um, but I'm not spoil, wrong, no, though. Spoil, I'm, no, I know. Okay. We just, we spoil Sorry, everything. I just... It's fine. I needed to make sure that I wasn't fucking crazy. No, he's not dead. He's in Russia. Okay, yes. So anyways, like... Which is a little odd timing, but... Yeah, so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, so we... Um, like, we already know stuff like that, so it's not, it's more so, like, I'm excited to... Or, I don't want to say excited, but, like, I'm intrigued to see how, like, Eleven deals with, like, the loss of him and then eventually finding him again. Because yeah. I'm sure that's what all this is going to lead yeah. to. she knows but that I he's think not that dead I'm, and stuff. I, I'm going to need to, before it comes out, I'm going to, at the very least, have to watch, like, the last, like, three episodes of sure. season three. Sure. To get, like, to the excitement level that I think I should be at, considering how much I have enjoyed previous Tell me seasons. in on that because i i agree i agree because i just i feel like it's 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 been such a long time that i don't totally remember everything that happened um just like the broad strokes of stuff so yeah yeah uh, no yeah. exactly exactly yeah. but no that's like what those that's one of those good shows i don't is it done done after this too probably i i don't know um, i think been, i think it? the fourth 
I, I don't want to speak. If anyone knows differently from us, please let us know. How and then long we'll has it amend been? This. Three years? But, well, since season three? I mean, I think they would have probably released it earlier except COVID. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Right? I'm not, I'm not um, disregarding so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it already notoriously took a long time in between seasons, but that especially did not help. So, you know, I think we're also in for an interesting season because there's going to be um, a different sort of age progression than what they probably were originally planning. Right. For our characters, yeah, or at least yeah. they're going to have to figure out a way to kind of like explain it away because you've got kids who are growing. Yeah. Like Millie Bobby Brown. You got to get that. You got to get Millie that. Millie Bobby Brown just turned 18. Like even if Holy. they filmed this a little while back, like that still means she was probably what, 16 going 17, 17 years old. Like yeah. it's still much older. And she was like probably like 12, 13 when she first started probably the Probably when show. they first started the show. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's a huge time to be able to really notice how much a kid grows crazy. up. crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, you were going with them. I think that's kind of how the show's progressing. No, I know, but I'm just but, saying it is like a it is a bigger jump. But yeah. I think from what I can understand, I think season four is going to be like the final chapter of this story. I see. I I wouldn't put it past them to at least for because I think Spin there's off. only so many. Yeah, I think there's only so many more twists that you can kind of pull to continue the story of like Eleven and the kids and everybody. Like you're gonna have to just let them be for a while now. Yeah. But I 100% like what you just said. Like, I wouldn't put it past them to do a Stranger Things spinoff and maybe introduce something in this four seasons so that they could do that. They got to do that. Like, they got to basically take this world that they're in um, and have, but just like kind of redo it or um, yeah. see like what, you know, what's happening on the other side of the world, you know, in a yeah. different area that's like the same yeah. thing kind of thing. There's yeah. only so many seasons that you can have like exactly. a, an earth shattering like threat. And have them like go through how like how, what the thirteen episodes or so of it every single season. Yeah, and well, like they get here you are with uh, with all these shows like doing eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, 13, I understand, 12 but like, seasons. but then also think about some of the like you know reception oh, no, I know, of the shows know. now. You know what I yeah. mean? So there's only so long you can do it for, and I think if the the um, Duffer Brothers really want to wrap it up well. They're good. They're gonna make sure that this story ends the way it needs to, and not drag it on for another three more seasons. Definitely. If you do, if you know, if Netflix wants you to produce more content, then try and do something maybe along the same lines that have worked, just a different story. We'll have to see, I guess. Bring us a new set of characters in a new world that we'll fall in love with just as much as the Stranger Things one. It's it's a it's a back and forth. You got you're gonna have a world of fans saying that, and then a world of fans saying we want more of the the original. And that's where you got to figure out where your money's going to yeah. come from because that's all I they guess, care well, about. And the that's the thing day. too, though, is like it's it's tough because there's so many shows that I love all the way through that have like no matter how meh some of the seasons got that were on for like easily, you know, 10, 11 years. Uh-huh. Like I think of stuff like Bones. Uh-huh. There's so many people who are probably like, oh, it's so repetitive or, oh, this season wasn't really that great. I'll even admit like there's some seasonal halves where I'm like, I don't care fast forward to the main arc that's uh, that I know the season's going to end on. Like I only want to worry about that. But there's still so many other aspects of the show that I go back to watch every single time that gets me through all the rest of it that I'm willing to kind of like wait it out or I see. you know, scrub a little bit more. So that's also me saying this that I think there it just it really depends on when you have like lightning in a bottle of a story. Mhm especially one that can be so intricate and can be so close to like just jumping the shark. Cause I really think that you can over, they've done a really great job, the Duffer brothers, but I feel like with the subject matter that they have, you can, it's like, you can just one, make it just look like a bad, little too, one bad storyline. And it's just like, you're just kind of out of it. 
Yeah, you're just you're just trying too hard. Right? So yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where like I appreciate a concise story that I can go back and enjoy just as much every time because of how cohesive and well done and well thought out it is. Even if it's only two seasons, like I'm right. fine with that. Um, just as much as I can enjoy, you know, a show that's been on forever. Yeah. Um, it just really depends on how you end up like wrapping up the story. Right. Right. And same goes for movies. Um, so in terms of movies, you know, we just went to the theater and saw Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Um, I think that was a pretty good movie. I wouldn't, I actually do. I would 100% think that the first one was way better. I think the first one. Okay. So here's this thing is they're definitely building up to at least a trilogy. They 100% are of the trilogy. We got it teased. And I find that the second movie, because they're trying to set up, it's always like, first movies are always pretty self-contained with maybe a little bit of a hint of something in the end of it to uh, lead to another movie. Second movies and trilogies are so tough sometimes because you need to carry on the characters from the second movie and still make the stakes just as important in that or for first movie sorry still make the stakes just as important but then also like introduce new people that are going to be important for that third part and basically like your second movie half the time is showing you something or someone that is like super important and vital to what's going to happen in the next movie right but you still have to keep people just as invested I think it was a really fun movie to watch, and I would definitely go back and watch it again, especially in conjunction with the first one. Right. And then eventually, 100%, I'm going to go watch the third one with freaking Shadow Sonic. Yeah. Like, I'm 100% going to go. It is a spoiler-cracked episode today. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. No, no, I totally agree. My only my only comment that I continue to make when, I, when I'm asked about it is that I feel like Sonic 2 was much more written for the kids than Sonic 1. Like, holy, I holy think, crap. I, I will say, yes, I feel like the first Sonic was kind of more of an all-ages movie. Every, yeah, it was great. Two did go a little bit... Hello, sir. Oh, there's a cat on the table. You, um... Cat on the table. You don't drink beer. Cat on the table. There's a cat on the table. Anyways, um, yeah, I definitely will agree with the fact that there were some moments sitting there, and I was like, this is definitely, you know... They're trying to be a lot more of a kids' movie, which right. is weird. Which again, it's one of those things. Obviously, anybody any age can enjoy anything from any time period, and it was really wonderful to watch all these kids get really excited when they saw Knuckles and right, Tails and right, then Shadow right. Sonic. They clapped. <laughs> they, yeah, they were so excited, yeah. and it was you know a lot of them were like very respectful about that. It was really cute, mm-hmm. but um, but at the same time, it's one of those. A lot of the people who initially would want to go to this are very much like it's their kids that they're dragging along with them. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So it was just, it was different. I didn't really expect it. I don't know why, but I didn't feel like the first one gave me that vibe of like, this yeah. is totally for the kids. Yeah. Maybe Second it's one, been though. a while, but it definitely, I don't remember having that vibe either, but it's one but of it those, is what it is. it's one of those classic movies that has a, you know, good fun, you know, pop popular music yeah. and really like cheesy jokes and stuff, but a good, a decent story arc yeah. and then good, good still, actors, good acting. Yeah. It and was just still fun really times. enjoyable and like you're still like invested yeah. in those people and yeah i think it was a decent send-off because with jim carrey now retiring from acting he so says um yeah i'm kind of not expecting him to be in the third one i think they basically are carrying it on through a spoiler His. alert for the ending <laughs> oh my yeah <laughs> uh, pause spoilers. now we'll come back when you've watched sonic 2 that just came out last week <laughs> 
basically like you essentially end it where we only really see his assistant guy right at the end stone. of it so a stone yes so i it's one of those i think they they played it nicely where either they're now gonna have stone continue on whatever you know yeah because he's not was doing, but, he was there and it, yeah it was a big tease and, and then otherwise you know they can still always backdoor it like you know stone i think they they might it. i think i think there's a plan to like get like doctor or like egghead back um but like make him like a robot or something yeah but so it won't be jim carrey it'll be somebody else and they kind of recast him as like a, a robot version yeah so you know maybe he lost his yeah. face or his head and like, like or i don't know him. who I don't knows know. i mean you know disney has a library of actors faces ready for rendering and body scans ready for <laughs> Deep rendering fakes so. are are pretty easy in that world um no but it's yeah. honestly i watched a whole video on it i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast already or if it was just when we were chatting in person but um i watched a video on how basically like they have like legitimate library of likenesses you have to you need so much no but to the point that like per... someone could be dead for years and you're still putting their rendered likeness into movie like come on yeah i don't know if that's like if that's you know continuing their legacy they deep faked a young mark hamill into the mandalorian right and like for most of a season yeah and i didn't know that i mean i don't watch mandalorian so i didn't know that they did that and then i watched the video on it and i was like are you effing kidding two seconds to see maybe carrie fisher's face you know Mm -hmm. at the end of rogue one sure two seconds of screen time especially in like a hologram too yeah, like two seconds of screen time, you know, whatever. I mean, Darth Vader, you don't really need to deep fake anything because, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's got his helmet on. It yeah. could be anybody. You just need to render the voice. But like, you know, so stuff like that I get. But you now have a, it wasn't even like Mark Hamill. <laughs> he was there just to like be there on set. They had another actor. Run around with like run some around dots with on his all face. the sensor dots, and then they deep faked a younger Mark Hamill yeah. onto him. Yeah, and then like dubbed Mark's voice over it. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I know. Like, I can't. So this is what I'm saying. When it comes to stuff like that, content like that, that's 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 sort of ruining the uniqueness and legacy that is young Mark Hamill in the original Star Wars. Well, like, it's not even that, but it just like doing? it's crazy to me that they're essentially making sure that they like because you could essentially argue like I'm wondering what that's going to mean for like rights on likenesses yeah. and copyright because like to a certain extent that actor has lent their likeness to a character. In, well, in, the, no, 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 wait, I'm not done yet. To to portray a character. So now their face is associated with that character, but the company has ownership over the character so now do they now have ownership over that likeness they do what they like and it's crazy what they can do do you remember um in wandavision the bosses like vision's boss's wife yeah she was also the mom on that 70s show if anyone would know her from that um she was like in the video that i was watching there was like pictures of where she had gotten full like full body scans done so that they could have every like That's back crazy. of the head, ear detail, yeah, like they everything. Have to. They have to everything and different lightings and stuff too. Yeah. I know, but that's so weird. So, so this is the other thing, though, too. When you say it like that, even before deep fakes were a thing, we have to also understand that you know your face as a celebrity, your face and your you know voice even can be copyrighted to specific um, production companies. And for an example, Henry Cavill is 
only allowed to show his face on with a specific company's production. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So in so if we if we go back to um like let's say yeah. with like Shazam. Yeah. Um he he it was his body in but Shazam. He show his face but he couldn't show different... his face. Or at least it's they they know it's the same universe, but so they couldn't show him. Yeah. Um and then two in uh Peace uh um uh, uh, Peacemaker, the Crave show. Yeah. At the end of the show, they spoiler alert, here we are again. Um there's like the final episode, Justice League shows up. And Henry Cavill's, or sorry, Superman's floating in, in the air. You get Ezra Miller yeah. and um, uh, Jason Moa. See, you see them, face yeah. full face, but you only see the silhouette of Superman floating in the sky. Henry Cavill's Superman floating in the sky. You only get a silhouette. You don't wow. see his face at all. So there's somebody owns Henry Cavill's face for the next, like I think it's like a year yeah. before he can officially just be contract free and he can be in anything. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so he crazy. might be there, but he can't. They can't and know. Like, I guess I never really thought about insane? it in that sense, because like, and then this harkens back to like in golden age of Hollywood, where actors would be contracted to studios, and they that's would exactly to, it. Like, and that's where I'm feeling like we're almost, you know, just repeating history right back to that, where now all of these big production studios are gonna own what's essentially these actors because they own their likeness because their likeness is likened well, to their characters. Think about studio from a studio's perspective though. If you know that you know a movie is gonna maybe or guaranteed make you're gonna make th- I guess uh, three sequels. Let's say yeah. So you want this person for at least five years, but then you're gonna contract what if them for ten. Issues? So what you, if God forbid something happens but, but to them you and you need you a certain pay, amount of scenes out of them? But you pay a good chunk of money for that one amazing, well-known name, and you're gonna get multiple movies out of them and maybe shows. And you're under that studio umbrella. You're you're just you're winning. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, it's like, but that's the thing though, is like now they can go off and do something with your likeness and like what's going to happen now for that actor's rights as far as like what they're entitled to because they didn't actually do the work, but their likeness was used for it. Do you think that the, the using the likeness, like a deep faking, I should say, you know, deep faking a young Henry Cavill onto this guy, do you think that needs permission from Henry Cavill? Oh, sorry. You mean Mark Hamill? Yeah, Mark Hamill. I would, I personally, yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes, so you, because they, so because they Mark are Campbell profiting. Mark signs a contract that yes, says, hey. No, I know, but like, because they essentially, they would need to make sure he signs something because they are profiting off of his likeness, whether or not he's done the work or not, because of his original portrayal and association with a specific character. So that so goes they for know what they're doing who's... when they use it, which means he is entitled to that money, regardless exactly. of if he portrays it or not. In my opinion. So now, what do we think about what what will be a scenario for an actor or actress who has passed away? You know, that's where I also that's what I was going to get to is that the stakes of that are like super thin. uncomfortable to me. Yeah. I don't like that. It's... I get if you're like in the middle of and and you know what one of my first thoughts was mm. is I wonder. Like, I wonder what they're going to do about Moon Knight because that one guy we haven't technically met yet in the show, but the reports oh, of one of the villains, yeah. he died in a skiing yeah. accident. And I'm yeah. like, they better not fucking, they better just try and figure out a have figured out a way More. to like, you know, end it if they do like another season or something or write him out or recast him because I could not imagine being that actor's family and then now seeing another season of the show come out and he's just like in it a bunch in a deep fake if you want to talk about morals and how you feel about the situation that's a that's a whole 
opinion-based okay. conversation. But so I then do, let's but talk you got to think about if, if their family is okay with it, there's obviously contractual legal stuff that needs to go around. Okay, then that money needs human. to go to the estate of that person. 100%, 100% it needs to, but it's also up to next of kin to figure out what they want to do. And that's and how, fair. And like they if, could just say, they could be like you and say, I don't want my you know, person's, you know, whatever. Okay, so, so to that point though, is like, that's assuming that the next of kin gets asked. They have to. But if they have rights over that character. But that person is now dead. So their signature means nothing. Their contractual yeah, obligation means nothing. No, I know. But at the same time too, like. Unless it th- does. I don't know. There's, um, I think if this also eventually applies to like imagery of people is there's a certain amount of years when like something's dead dead or like certain contracts are over that you're just kind of in the public domain right so then at that point it doesn't matter and that's what i'm worried about right. is that now so you have all this about, stuff in a vault well you're talking about like you're talking about private you know like you said like people can go into a, a room with a bunch of dots in their face get scans of their entire head and that's a private owned thing to a studio yeah or you're talking about public photos of someone in the red carpet no, that I anybody mean, could like, grab scans like, that yeah, are like banked uh, away somewhere right but you also understand that there's people out there incredibly talented folks who can just scan the entire internet get photos of I one know, actor and then they so, can build a so that's what i'm saying so that's what i'm that. saying is the private ones like of all of these like likenesses that you've already mentioned yeah those are I, I you know what we should probably just not talk about because i have no idea how it works because actually now that you mentioned that though that is really interesting because there's been so many like controversies i think of like doctored like nudes and things like that of celebrities because people have used this deep fake ne- technology yeah. that they can use with their own scan devices stuff, yep. in their own place, scan the internet of all these public photos and basically make what are. Yeah. Another one that I'm a, a little concerned about in a sort of a very similar scenario is Black Panther 2 with, with, uh, I, Chadwick Bo- Bozeman. Bozeman, yeah. Bozeman. Um, I think that's um, going to be hard. I think they're going to write around it. I think they are they going to, it's going to be an off screen thing and then Shuri is going to take up the mantle. That would be the smartest thing to do. That would be the smartest thing to do, and I hope, I would think that that Feige and the team at Marvel would have considered that, especially considering how much that man worked basically until he died. Yeah, like insane. I mean, so just yeah. do him the respect of just leaving him out of it. Let yep. him rest. Yep. Let it. Let his legacy. Legacy live on. Legacy live on. As you have his... very qualified actors within that specific world within the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. who can make sure that the legacy of the Black Panther mantle continues on, yep. and still be able to tell good stories, and just let his story rest. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Wow. It... We were gonna give an update, and now here we are, just talking about. Yeah, we're basically done the episode. The consequences too, so. of deep fakes and studios <laughs> owning actors. Of deep fakes. That's a good one. Um, no, it's scary though. It, no, it's so weird. Like my, my, I was literally sitting there, and that's why I think and that's why I now I'm I've thinking, done it before. We definitely had this conversation like not long after I watched the video because I was like, babe, this is babe, this is messed up. You know how <laughs> like, like I've done it before in high school. Like we had uh, tech class. I ha- I've my one project. I photoshopped my teacher's head onto Zac Efron's body. And it came out. It came out so well that he gave me an A plus. He loved it. It was hilarious. Uh-huh. And then I got it printed on a mug for him. Oh my god! And it was Zac Efron's like ripped body. 
with, with my his... non-ripped teacher. And I also actually added like uh, tattoos all over it too because it's just fun. <laughs> and so it was just like this ripped tatted guy uh, with, with, his my, with his face. And it was it looked decent. I would yeah. say his head probably was a little too big, but that was old me. Um, it's just it's but that's so it's how easy it can be. And now yeah. we have technology that makes yeah. it even even easier. Even but easier. We'll see because I think there's a lot of there's a there's a fine line. There's keeping the legacy and just leaving things out of it and let them go and yeah. you know have it go that way. Or there is uh, that level of you know we think your legacy is more than just what you are now and what you have accomplished. I think we need we and you know. Yeah, I think those. I think a lot of times though, it's just pretty words to make more money. Situational. Hundred percent. Unfortunately, I I don't I, want that to I do, sound super do, cynical, but like if you really think about how a lot of times celebrities get treated, even now, um, it's it's pretty words to me. Yeah, money. I agree. I agree. Anywho, we have gone off on our tangent as we typically <laughs> as we typically do in these episodes. Yeah, I find it's so funny. We always come in without a plan and then end up landing on a topic that we talk about for a solid like twenty minutes. And I will tell you guys, this is the hundred percent only reason why we came up with the podcast in the first place <laughs> this, is this is how is what we do in real life when you get it when you go out and have a beer and you just talk and talk and this is what happens this is what we talk <laughs> about i'm not kidding this is and this is why no, I this love, is how the podcast got born man even was, though that's not what we originally started doing with the podcast yeah season one we had guests and i stuff. could talk we about were, that discussion that we had i think on our like if you know through our first and second season forever about how we both had very different impressions of where things were gonna be going i was like we're, we're wrote like we need guests and we, we we had like a handful and then we're like that was hard and then well our biggest kicker was covid yeah as soon as covid happened we're like we can't even have i guests. think we found like our own niche though with all of that so it's you know we blessing did we did 100 and we're, move, we're moving along um guys if you guys are uh, loving the content and you guys are excited for us to be back go rate us on spotify and apple podcasts um five stars uh yeah. or more yep nothing less um <laughs> nothing less than five nothing stars less than five stars you um, can't say anything us. nice don't say anything at all it helps us out a bunch um and if you guys know any like local stores or any you know big corporate things you know we we love uh sponsoring and, and shouting out these awesome awesome companies yeah. that do amazing work um we've done them in the past so who knows um, maybe we can get some love shown right back to us so. yeah we love the love we love supporting each other yes um so yeah that'll be the 101 Episode. Wow, that's it. That's basically it. Zoe one on one and deep fakes. So <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's really sure, all we talked sure. about. <laughs> um, on the last man, this is this actually gonna be a crazy season because we got like multiverse of madness is gonna. We've be We've got in. Moon Knight to talk about. Moon We've Knights got to talk about. You know, change of season stuff to talk about. There's gonna be a lot of personal updates. We got a chance to celebrate a few wonderful birthdays. Yeah. Recently, with your mom and one of my best Easter's friends. Easter's coming up. We got Easter's more family gonna be stuff. Coming up. There's gonna be a ton of really fun stuff down the pipe. So we're super excited to be able to share that with everybody. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. I guess that does it. Um, we are back and we are back and ready for action. Uh, go follow us on Instagram, Facebook if you guys haven't already. Shoot us a DM what you guys been up to in the meantime, yeah. and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>